Hello, this is Molly Rodriguez with the Busy Mom's Guide to Meditation, and today we are going to wrap up the season talking about the elements of light and shadow. Now, these two are very closely connected because you can't have one without the other, and light causes shadow. So we're going to be talking about them together, but they can be qualified as two separate elements. Again, these are not traditional elements, Um, so we're going to be getting into that a little bit, but this is actually a really perfect time of year to be talking about it because Imbolc or Candlemas or Groundhog Day, however you want to call it, um, just passed about three days ago, four days ago. So this is the celebration of the return of the sun, the return of light. We've been in this darkness of winter for a couple months now, and it's halfway through. We've made it halfway through winter. The sun is coming back. The days are starting to get longer. If you're a morning person or you have kids and you're waking up early, uh, I should say kids that do not sleep in and you're getting up early, you are starting to notice that the sun is coming up a lot earlier. It's bright earlier in the morning. So with this return of the sun, we're celebrating that spring is coming again. We're celebrating that like we're getting into like more warm days. We're getting closer to that warmth, that brightness, that energy that light brings. But we're still firmly in this shadow. So right now is a great time to do a meditation, look at what needs to be cleaned out. We're gearing up for spring cleaning. And that isn't just in your home or your physical space, but also doing an internal spring cleaning. And that's really just looking at your thoughts, your mental state. What are your emotions doing right now? And what do you need to let go of and clear out of your body, your mind, so that you can go into these warmer months feeling better? Winter is really hard because we've been inside. The weather's not great. It's cold out. And so... There's been a lot of this turning inward. Now is the time that we start to turn outward. And that's really exciting. So this is a really great time to be talking about the light and the dark and what that means and how are they showing up in your life and how to connect with these elements so that you can have a better understanding of what they mean for you. There's, oh my gosh, I do not know who's running down the hallway and stomping down the hallway, but that is okay. (laughs) Anyway, talking about light. Light is illumination in any way. If you're illuminating something, it could be knowledge. You could be gaining knowledge and illuminating different subjects for yourself. It could be opportunity that's coming. It could be 
anything that you are shining a light on in your life or that's bringing light into your life. This could be energetic as well as, you know, solar energy and light itself. Um, But within light, you know, it's pretty, it's dazzling, it's sparkly, but we do have to be discerning because light can also distract and light can also cause illusion. So think about in a stage performance, a play, the spotlight shines where it wants you to look, but that doesn't mean that nothing is happening in the shadow. We're just being made to look at one thing and not look at the rest. Maybe they're changing the scene around around them. Maybe something is happening on the side that the protagonist of the play is unaware of. And so it's these things that are happening in the shadow that affect what we see in the light. We just don't always notice how it how it happens. So being aware of what it, what we're not paying attention to in any given moment is really helpful. It's really important. If you are doing meditation and getting to know the ins and outs of your mind, getting to know the thoughts and the thought patterns and the stories that you tell yourself, you are better able to focus on what you need to focus on and understand what is not being focused on at any given point. Because if you don't know what is happening in the shadows of your own mind, they will haunt you and they will get loud so that you will pay attention to them. So getting to know your own mind, getting to know what is in there is so important just for, again, your your mental emotional state. And that brings us kind of into shadow, which is that that flip side, right? Kind of. Shadow is... that darkness. Shadow is obscurity. Shadow is the hidden things like we've been talking about. But there is truth in shadow. When you take away the illusions and the sparkly and the shiny of light, you're left with just truth, no matter how uncomfortable it may be. Within shadow, we also have what um, a lot of people refer to now as like your shadow self. Um, It tends to be the more unsavory parts of ourselves that we try to hide or ignore or are hurt or, you know, it hurts to look at or what have you. Your shadow self are the parts that are generally hidden, either from you or from others. And Uh, There's a lot of talk about healing the shadow self and doing work on the shadow self. And that's all fine and good. But in that healing, it's the learning to love those pieces of you. You're not trying to heal them so they're gone. They'll never be gone. The healing is in finding love and acceptance for those pieces of yourself. I know that is not what this episode is about, but I just had to say it, you know, it's just where we're at right now. And um, 
Let me get back on track. Within the shadow as well can also be your ancestors, the people that came before you. And doing shadow work can mean working within your ancestral line, healing your lineage. Um, This could be doing work just within your family. Maybe their beliefs are different than yours and you need to come to terms with that. And so you do work within, you know, ancestral work in order to do this or whatever your focus may be for working with your ancestors. Maybe you just want to gain a better understanding of the family members that came before you. And so doing meditations and connecting with these family members are is also a way to work with shadow. And they are part of this element of shadow because they are, I mean, generally when you think of your ancestors, they are of the dead and they are, they are no longer here. Excuse me. And they are shrouded in shadow because we aren't able to see them on this plane. So working within that space can be a really healing, wonderful, loving way to work within shadow to gain a better understanding of yourself through the people who came before you. And you can do this through, you know, looking up your family tree, learning about the people that came before. But if you are more energetically inclined and want to dive into the esoteric of this, You can do meditations with your ancestors and meet them that way. So then we get into the duality of shadow and light and what that means and how they play together because you can have the shadow of light, which tends to be that, you know, kind of it's almost that that shadow side like we talked about of like your shadow self. So it can the shadow of light can be that illusion, that deception part of it. But it can also be when that illusion fades away and the truth is illuminated. And that is where you have like the shadow of light and the light of shadow where they meet and they interplay together. Because they're not mutually exclusive. Light creates shadow. So you have to have them both. And I don't know. I just think that's like a really beautiful idea, a really beautiful concept of like two things that are seemingly so opposite and finding where they interplay together. So... That's that's kind of what I want to leave you with, I guess. Uh, I know there's so much more that can be said on this matter, but I think maybe just doing a super quick practice. It's only going to be like a minute or two because the kids are getting antsy. But yeah, I, don't know. I guess without further ado, let's do this. Sorry for that. Okay. Mm. When you're ready, I want you to get real comfortable and 
close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Hold it at the top. And let it out. Another deep breath. Feel the floor or the chair underneath you, supporting you, and take one last deep breath. Picture yourself outside, sitting in a grassy field and imagine you see a tree growing up in front of you beginning as a small sapling The sun streaming down onto its leaves. And as it grows, it gets larger. Begin to see the shadow that it casts. As you look at this tree, Notice the shape of the leaves. What color are they? What is the texture of the bark? Here, the wind blowing through the, the leaves, the branches. Feel the sun on your skin. And now step into the shadow of this tree. Feel the difference in air temperature and the colors you can see on the tree. 
what changes in your environment. You can sit here as long as you'd like. And whenever you're ready, start wiggling your fingers and toes. Feel your body. Feel it being supported by the chair underneath it. And when you are firmly back in your body, take a deep breath in and out and open your eyes. Welcome back. I hope you got some good personal insights about light and shadow and how they interplay together but how they are separate and how they they change each other uh that is when you can revisit you can do with your kids you can also go to a park and like have them experience this um firsthand so This is not a meditation that has to be done sitting inside in your living room, like with your eyes closed. Go and do it out in nature. And uh, it's a really great way to get the kids involved with meditation as well, because it doesn't feel like a meditation. Anyway, um, yeah, that's all we got for today. But I will catch you soon. Have a good week.